Hey guys, and welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today I have a new guest, Mansur from Incrementum Digital. Hey Mansur, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Sure, sure. So Mansur, could you introduce yourself and Incrementum Digital to the audience? Yeah, uh, absolutely. My name is Mansour. I am uh, an Amazon seller and also partner and director of Amazon advertising uh, at Incrementum Digital. At Incrementum, Incremental Digital, our primary focus is to help brand accelerate their growth on Amazon. And we do services like Amazon Advertising, which is Amazon PPC and DSV, which is our main focus. We also do Walmart advertising. We do uh, creative uh, work for mostly for the clients that are working with us in advertising side. And also we have a department for seller ops that what we do is that we open cases uh, case by case. We get a ticket from our from the clients and open cases for them, follow up to get that result with Seller Central. Mm -hmm. I know that you specifically are responsible actually mostly on the, like you're the expert on advertisement part uh, on Amazon. But before I know that you also were working um, in a construct, as, as a construction manager. And I really right. wonder how come, like what, what's your history? Why did you actually switch and what fascinated you about the, also Amazon? Yes, sure. Actually, I have master in civil engineering and before starting Amazon, I worked in construction management for, I guess, over 10, 11 years. I liked construction management, but my issue with construction management was that uh, you didn't have that freedom of location. And that is what I was looking for. So at some point I sat, I'm like, do I see myself in next 10 years working as a construction manager or even having my own business in construction? Then I was like, no, let's go see what is out there, which after doing some research, going online, I came up with this idea of selling on Amazon, which was really fascinating for me because the first reason was that it was fulfilling what I was looking for, right? No matter where you are, as long as you have your laptop, internet connection, you can work. And second is that everyone can do it as long as there's a learning curve. And of course, now it has become more difficult, but there's a learning curve. But when did you start actually? Like when I did you started your first listing? End of 2018. Mm -hmm. So early 2018, I started searching maybe in end of 2017, searching to see what are the opportunities. 2018, early 2018, I started learning about Amazon and end of 2018, I uh, listed my first product. Mm -hmm. And like, since then, um, do you still actually run your own, uh, like, was it your own brand or what exactly? Uh, were yeah, you it was my own brand. It is now just in Canadian marketplace. And mm -hmm. I am in the process of launching a new nutritional supplement brand that I'm really excited about. And it's going to be launching Canada. So that is something that I enjoy. And it's a product that I would be uh, the customer oh, myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about uh, that. That's awesome. So I also wonder um, at which point you actually decided to join Incrementum Digital and help them because I know that uh, just being a seller, it's like full-time job, right? So I, I just wonder when was the switch? The switch? Good question. I was in a seminar in Austin, I think 
September 2019, if I'm not wrong. At that point, I got to know many people that now still I'm like connected with them. It was a great opportunity. And from that point, I realized, guys, you got to go out, network, any seminar, any opportunity. I see there is a opportunity for networking with people. I take advantage. I got to know Liron from there. And down the road, a few months later, we connected and I joined Incrementum in 20, around, I guess, June 2020. Mm -hmm. Got it. By, so the you... by the time we were like eight to 10 people, now we are mm -hmm. more than 50 people. That's awesome, actually, to yeah, also yeah, join yeah. so early and see the growth of the company. Yes, so, yes, exactly. Um, I was and, there for all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually, I, I, I assume that you learn also all of the advertisement actually in a hard way by running um, ads on your own brand. And then uh, you came to the, with all of the experience yes. and now you can actually uh, scale brands for clients at Incrementum Digital. And regarding this, I actually really wonder what kind of strategies could you share with us? Like how does your daily job looks like when it comes to um, scaling ads, uh, working at uh, Incrementum Digital um, and helping your clients? Right. If you're asking about me, it's a different story because now I'm like the director of the whole department. So my tasks are different. But if you're asking generally about advertising, what we always focus on with our managers, with our clients is that we talk about data-driven strategy. So we want to gather data from different places and understand everything about what is happening. Before, if you go back to Amazon at the beginning when I started, it was just about optimization, targeting keyword, and it was really easy for everyone to do it. But now it is mm -hmm. so much more complex, sophisticated, that you have to kind of uh, look at, in, uh, have a holistic approach in, and consider all the aspects of Amazon advertising. What's happening with PPC, what's happening with your competitors, what's the trend of the market and everything that you have there. What we do is that uh, keyword ranking is a big part of what we do for our managers because we want to make sure we go to micro level and understand when we are targeting keywords or any strategy that we do, it, how it is impacting our organic ranking. At the end of the day, our goal is to improve organic ranking. So that's a big part of our what we do, our analysts, our managers. Search query performance now is kind of becoming a very uh, important part of our strategy to increase our market share based on the uh, data that we have. I, I launched that, uh, released that SUPA template. It's on my LinkedIn as a future post. You can get uh, check it out from there. It's gonna, that is the one we are using to understand how to do it. But overall, mm -hmm. just talking with the client, understanding the goal, making sure we are aligned with the goal. And from there, it's just about analyzing the data and making the strategy. Totally. And I, I really like actually the, the switch. I mean, as you said, also in the beginning, it was much easier to, to do advertisement. Now, obviously there's much more sellers. So market got uh, more competitive. Com it's much harder to do that. Yeah. And I assume in the beginning, you were just doing it by your own. You, there were not really much of the software out there. Um, and you learn basically by doing, but now since there's so much competition and so much data, I wonder what kind of software do you use also to run advertisement? Because obviously uh, you cannot do it just by your own right now, right? With such mm -hmm. a data, with such a powerful AI tools, uh, I just wonder what's hot right now in the advertisement space. 
Yes, when I see nowadays people are talking about manual management by bulk sheet, I used to do that and actually I'm good at it. But when it comes to scale, you can't do it. If you have one, two, five products, yes. But when you have clients with thousands of ACEs, there is no way you can manage that manually. So the software that we are using is Perpetual. And we are, uh, you can use Perpetual yourself as well, but it's not said and forget it. You have to create campaigns. You have to be on top of that. So it needs that human judgment. Yep but it's going to help you with many things to automate your uh, bid optimization or the goals that you have. So we, we are using Perpetual. So I can, I can see it that first you actually learn it and then you got the tools and now you're actually using tools in the proper way, but it's not that the tool will do everything for you because especially on a Amazon conference, I, I've seen so many different uh, SaaS companies that they just market themselves that, yeah, it's basically that you start using our software it's ai it will do everything for you but i also couldn't believe it actually so that, actually that's it that is a great point because i i have seen examples of this that some sellers they are not comfortable they don't know enough to manage manually from seller central or even with bulk sheet bulk sheet means not necessarily as long as you know how to manage from seller central they start with these softwares and then they are in trouble because they don't know what software is doing. They are not fully control of what is happening. It is the worst place to be. First, understand how to manage from Seller Central, all the basics, learn it. Then you move on and transition to any software, then you know what is happening. You can uh, have your own kind of skills and management to tweak anything that you need instead of letting software run the show for you. Totally. And I wonder on daily basis, when you work with uh, clients, um, I know that you're using a Slack um, actually for a direct communication with them. This is also what we do when we work with our clients. When we build software, we actually are all like talking pretty much 24-7. Uh, it's, it's super important to have this communication. Um, and I wonder just how daily work looks uh, actually for you with the clients? Is it just that you, I mean, you have a Slack, so definitely you can con um, talk to them, but is it more that you just report to them, let's say weekly, monthly, or is it that you actually discuss with them on, on a course uh, about the strategy, you guide them through it? I just wonder yeah, if you could explain. Yeah, th that's a good question. Before getting to that, there are some agencies still doing this communication through email, right? Actually mm -hmm. for us, it is one of our differentiation. I am sure many other uh, agencies do that as well. I love email marketing, but when it comes to communication or working with services, it is the worst working with emails because it's really slow, while Slack is real-time communication, right? In terms of on a daily basis, what that happens, if there's anything urgent, the clients come message on the Slack, I am there, Liron is there, the co-founder is there, manager, team leader, the analyst is there, and someone is there to respond right away. That is for urgent situation. In a normal situation, we have this daily conversations of, okay, what is happening? And the way it works with us is that we have our, with some clients we have weekly, with some bi-weekly, with some once a month meeting. So we jump on the call, after the call, we have the recap of the call. So we know what are the action plans for the 
next session. From there, it's not just that is it. We have no communication. No, there are other communication between. If the let's say uh, uh, the seller wants to add a coupon or a lightning deal, and they ask us to come up with a strategy, they send in the channel. Not necessarily we have the meeting, but it is because of that prompt response that we are getting. One other example is that let's say you are, it's a prime day. There's no way with email with email communication it's going to be get crazy. But oh, with yeah. Slack. Easily, we are communicating, everything has a thread. So it is. it has helped us a lot to be closer to our client and make sure we respond as fast as possible in a timely manner. That, that's amazing. Um, and uh, I wonder, how does the reporting works? If you could actually double down on this one. You mentioned also that um, I actually watched this uh, YouTube video regarding the template that you provide but is it actual um the reporting that you um give to your clients or um, is there any other um thing that you also do that's super template i'll get back to that but the mm -hmm. reporting that we have and actually we are in the process of building our new dashboard what we had was a google sheet it was automated connected to bigquery but now we are building with bi we are building a dashboard that it gives us overall view of the uh, account, plus it goes to product level. The idea that we have about reporting is that we don't want to just put some graphs or tables for the, uh, just for the sake of having data there. Every table, every graph that we show, we know that there are actionable insights there. And our most important report that we provide our client is the report in parent level for our product and everything, every KPI that you need to understand what's happening with the product and what should be your action, what should be the strategy mm -hmm. that you need to take to grow or bring your ACOS down, bring, uh, bring your tacos up. So we gathering all the information from different places and bringing them together in a way that it is actionable. It's not just some visually appealing report oh, yeah. for our clients. So, so I assume you are showing this um, report to your client and then based on this, pretty much you just talk with them on like, what are our next action? What are our next steps uh, that we do with clients' accounts to, to scale? Yes, exactly. Like I'll give you an example, apart from account level that all the software do, but most of the softwares, they lack in terms of giving good enough information in parent level. When I'm talking about that, for instance, for parent level, we have a table, we know for the time period, what's our performance for every single data, sessions, total sales, average order value, CPA, tacos, all the PPC related in one table. And when we click on the ASIN, we have another table that can show us in the table, the trend of week over week or month over month for this parent ASIN. So we see that trend, did we increase the spend? What happened to our sales? Are our tacos is going up? Why it is going up? Because we, we have the other numbers right there, right? This spend is there. Is that because of spend? Is that because of the conversion rate of the campaign or because of the uh, order session percentage? Apart from that, what we are trying to add is it's going to be our next phase is to have a dashboard that shows the spend and organic and PPC ranking for the terms. And now it's going to help us. Okay. 
we are pushing this keyword. Is it improving your ranking or not? Should we keep pushing or no? So we are going to go even one layer deeper into understanding how to do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Actually, I really like when agencies uh, have their own software, a unique software, and then they do reporting for clients. I know that yes. there's some uh, companies that uh, they provide um, software for agencies, but then again, if you're using the same software and you're not unique, uh, so you are pretty much like an, an, an other agency. And uh, we are working actually also with some agencies and we are building them also custom software and uh, yeah. we see it. And actually on every second agency that I, I talk to, um, the biggest issue is actually with the reporting. So as you mentioned, uh, some of them, they are also using Google Sheets. Um, before, most of them actually were um, downloading everything manually from Amazon oh. uh, for each client. They would pretty much, you know, log into the right. Amazon account of the client, downloading it, put it into the Google Sheet. Of course, they had some formulas, they had some scripts in Google Sheet, but it was pretty much still manual. So I see it uh, as a big part also in our business when right. we go in and help uh, agencies to pretty much build this custom connection to Amazon SP API and advertisement API, both of those. So you know, that's actually 100%. awesome. And actually I want to add something here as well, that us or other agencies, we are losing, so we are using software like Perpetua or PagView or scale inside any software. These uh, products already, they give you the report, but the idea is that the way you want to see the report, the, da the data is different from the way they show it. That's why we are spending extra money to create another dashboard for ourselves to make sure we are looking at the data that can give us insight and actionable, actionable insights. That's why we are spending. Otherwise, all, all these software is already giving you the data that Oh um, yeah, totally. Yeah. But I also see that at some point, especially if you are big, Paying for those softwares is really expensive. I mean, especially that some of them, I don't know if not all of them, they take percentage of, uh, I'm not 100% sure what is it, if it's like ad spend or, or something, but when talking to actually founders uh, of agencies, that's one of the big issues uh, because, you know, in the end, they cannot predict their budgets. They cannot predict their revenue 100% if they have to pay um, the percentage of ad spend that client will will pay. So. That's just crazy, right? right. Um, I mean, you can pay um, like th thousands um, just to use the software on a monthly basis, which is crazy because uh, you may pay once um, to build it and then you just have it, you own it. And if you are there for long term, it's just worth it. <laughs> so, yes, I, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I, I have know. Uh, next question to you actually regarding your um, clients. Uh, Who is like the ideal client? Is it just Amazon Slur? which is running any kind of, you know, how to say, um, way of doing businesses like arbitrage seller. It, it, they have their own brands. Um, is it maybe a vendor? I just wonder who is the ideal client that you are working with? So our, our ideal clients are brand owners and vendor. We have brand owners, we have vendor central, uh, vendor clients, and also we work with aggregators, right? For us, it's mostly about how much they are spending and based on that when the audit first of all we do audit for all the clients to see is there anything even we could improve like if they are coming with an agency they want to join us of course they want to see improvement is there we do an audit to make sure that there is something that we could help with if that's the case next is to make sure the spend usually we don't go 
with anyone spending lower than 10k so we want mm -hmm. that minimum of 10k there's like monthly you you're monthly about. 10k at least mm -hmm. from there yeah from there we 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 go on a call with the client and discuss to see if you are a good uh kind of uh, fit yeah fit to <laughs> yeah Awesome. And uh, could you actually give us a case study of some of, I don't know, the, the best case study you have that you, you multiply the revenue, actually profit, because in the end, what matters is a profit of one of your clients. And uh, what kind of, uh, if you can share maybe some details about that, like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be a name, but maybe like a product categories, um, that would be awesome. Well, actually, that is one of the clients that they have been from early days with us from 2020 to now which is we are at in mid 2023 they increased their revenue by 500x and oh wow <laughs> I, yeah I, I don't like when when there is an advertising expert or whoever comes an agency and says we made that no it was a combination of us running amazon ppc amazon dsp for them plus their products were really good right they were launching more products. They are in the kitchen category. Mm -hmm. And they did a great job with building their brand, with coming up with innovative products and great listing, optimized listing. From there, for us, our job is easier as well, right? We know the strategy. We are data-driven. We know the strategy. We know how to grow the brand. Then you have a great product, then it works. But if you don't have a good product, guys, it doesn't matter how good oh, yeah. we are good at PPC advertising or not. It's not going to work. So you first, No budget will help yeah, you. <laughs> no budget would help you. The first step is have a great product. And then from there, if you find a good agency, you have a good product, that agency, if they are good, they should be able to kind of accelerate your, your growth. They had 500 uh, increase in 5x their revenue it's it's amazing to see them uh, i wasn't able to make to the meeting but our team had a meeting in the us they joined they met with these uh with the owners it's it's re really great to see them oh yeah and also uh see their it's goals. always great to also work with the client i mean that's yes. also how how we do when we create a custom software for a client it's just amazing to see how the software is helping a client and actually saving a lot of time so yeah. I, I can actually relate here. So um, regarding this client, um, actually, I have one more question. Not only this, but actually also other clients. Um, when when your clients are growing with you, like you help them scale, um, I know that you're also helping to get on other marketplaces, like, for example, Walmart, right? Um, I assume that you also help to get on other marketplaces at Amazon. It doesn't have to be just uh, Canada or US, but probably some European one. Right. So at which point... Um, is like a good combination to, for example, stop investing more in an advertisement budget, but for example, consider getting on other marketplaces. Well, that's some a, kind of sweet spot or a, something like this. That is a really great question. I don't think there is any number to talk about. The way I look at it is that you analyze your market. And my idea always is that if you haven't maximized your potential and you know you can maximize your potential in market, it is a, and it's a low-hanging fruit, focus on there instead of going into another market that you have to start from scratch. So the way we look at that is that 
there are so many tools from Amazon, even Amazon itself, Product Opportunity Explorer, Brand Analytics. There are so many or other external uh, third-party tools. Analyze and see what is happening in the subcategory that you are. If you are in a position that you still have growth, you can gain market share, push. See if you are able to increase your market share, focus, increase your market share with sponsor ads. First, make sure you are taking, maximizing your budget in sponsor ads. Then you have DSP. Now we, we talked about getting Amazon advertising, getting more complex. Now you have AMC that gives you so much data that we are like, oof, what, how we are going to use this. So I, I'm actually, I'm uh, getting, diving deeper into AMC. It is amazing how much data you can, you could get there. So first maximize to the full your market share in that mark, uh, in that marketplace from there. Yeah. You can, you can start moving because I, I would say focus is the, uh, the goal. If you want to be oh, yeah. successful from my the, opinion, focus is the goal. You could go to Walmart that many people have gone or to other marketplaces in other countries. The amount of revenue that you would get from there might be much less if you focus in this marketplace that you're already there and you have a good potential to increase your market share. hundred percent. I also uh, think it's it's much better idea to first double down on where you are, win there, and then actually check for additional uh, marketplaces mm -hmm. to add some uh, ex like additional revenue to, to your business. Right. So um, now uh, I wonder, because you already mentioned this, uh, you said that if you if your product sucks pretty much no budget will help you and this is one of the common mistakes that probably new sellers are making uh if you could share some of other uh, like things that sellers especially the new sellers uh shouldn't do okay the i guess the sellers shouldn't do i would say the biggest one we usually do is that they are too much focused on short term gains right you're selling their product is not there yet in a growth that it could be and they start pushing for getting to profitability right there there is a difference yeah you might be you might have a mature product that it's like okay i have grown now i want to take the profit but there are so many sellers they are not there and they have room for growth but they start focusing too much on tacos I want to be here. Let's focus on this. Let's optimize for that short-term gain. But what we rec I always recommend is that forget about this. If you want to grow the brand, let's look for to the future and see what we could do to improve. Your profit might be less, but the idea is that in the future, we are going to improve everything, ranking, and as a result, you see more profit, more market share. That's the first mistake I see. And when it comes to uh advertising i guess it is not just the sellers i would say even the uh, mostly amazon advertisers that they start getting too fancy before doing the basics before taking care of the basics for instance i came up with this super template and it happened for some of our managers as well now they are digging into super templates how to use it what to do i'm like okay first are you have you taken care of the foundation which is segment Good keyword research, good campaign segmentation, good bid optimization, good 
uh, keyword negation, kind of diversifying your ads to other ad types. If you haven't done that, forget about these shiny objects <laughs> and fancy stuff. Get back to the basic. Make sure you are covering that. From there, you can move on being more fancy, more detailed. So these two, I would say, are the biggest mistakes I've seen. Perfect. That that's really really nice. Um, so yeah, Mansur, I I think uh, we are running slowly out of time. That was super nice um, and valuable podcast, especially the insights that you shared with us on uh, advertisement, um, Amazon advertisement. So uh, I will make sure to input this super template uh, for the. This is a Lucas Studio, so it's old. Um, Google Data Studio and in the description. I actually, again, watch this video, really like it. I think everyone should take a look. And uh, do you want to share something with us? Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. And I just for the audience, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And if there is anything that I could help with, I would be more than happy to connect and help any question or anything that you have. Perfect. And I highly recommend checking out uh, Incrementum Digital as your Amazon partner. Uh, I will also make sure to put this uh, in the description. And yeah, thanks a lot, Mansur. Um, That's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Till next time. Bye.